Welcome back for another video. Hope you all did well last weekend, or if not, I hope Gaming 4 goes better. In this one, we're going to be running through how the team's set to line up for Gaming 4. If you'd like to follow my team throughout the season, make sure you subscribe to the channel. So let's start with a quick look back at how last game it went. 66 points all out, which was possibly the biggest green arrow I've ever got in FPL rank-wise. Up 2.5 million ranks. It was a game week of highs and lows. No Gabriel again, no sure, but a Dogie's 12-pointer the difference maker, thanks to a clean sheet, an assist and three bonus. He's my favourite of the sub-5 mil defenders at the moment. Everton only conceded two shots on target against Wolves, and of course the last one found the back of Pickford's net in the dying minutes. He's been a surprisingly poor pick. Literally spending nothing in goal with Ariola in turn, it would have netted much more points. The patience with Bruno and Rashford was finally rewarded, and something we predicted in last week's videos. In last week's vids, one of the hot topics was how good Bruno's underlying numbers had been. He'd been dodging the points, but finally came good. Jao Pedro to Jackson played out as a good transfer, with the forward score in his first Chelsea goal, and Pedro was benched. And of course, the Sheffield United game, with Haaland missing a penalty, but later nodding in a Grealish assist. So one transfer has already been made in the team, and another one's on the cards before the Gaming 4 deadline this Friday. I'd be doing a massive disservice if I didn't take the opportunity to properly thank all the channel members. I never take it for granted, thank you so much. I'll never put any content behind a paywall, it'll always be free on YouTube. So if you'd like to show additional support by becoming a member, click the join button below or the link in the description for Patreon as well. You get some perks like a badge by your name in the comments and streams, early access to videos and there is a private channel on Discord for all the members. Thank you so much again. So let's have a look at how the team's shaping up for Gaming 4. With Forrest away to Chelsea, it's Pickford in goal again, playing Sheffield United. This really feels like a six-point game already. Both of these two could be fighting for survival at the tail end of the season. It's a must-win for Everton after three straight defeats. Sheffield United are second-worst in the league for expected goals after three games, albeit small sample size, so there is some hope to cling on to here. So on to the back three, which is Adogi, Estepinian and Chilwell. There were concerns of an injury after he came off early against Bournemouth, but the good news is that he is fine. As a reminder, there's League Cup games on this midweek for some teams. Spurs were involved on Tuesday and he was on the bench, along with the likes of Son and Madison. Richarlison of course started and scored. Estepinian's fixtures are turning and it is a bit of a dilemma whether to sell or just to keep hold for those of you in a position to consider spending a move there. Arguably the fixtures aren't as bad as they look given that Man United have looked leaky and they'll be without Shaw and Varane in Game Week 5. Bournemouth in Game Week 6 obviously a gem fixture, Villa away could be tough, but then Liverpool who've also looked like conceding every game, continuing from what we saw in pre-season. His ownership is frightening. If you make the call to sell and it comes off, that's a nice edge over the majority of the player base. I can see Ruben Diaz outscoring him this week as an obvious replacement. Udogi should outscore him over the next two as well. Cash and Chilwell, the only two players with a higher expected goal involvement among defenders this season. Cash looks like an amazing pick, perhaps from Gemic 7 or 8, when the fixtures turn for Villa, probably not now. So I'm happy to have two of the top three in the team. No defender has more touches in the final third than Chilwell, and no defender has more touches in the box than Estepinian. Onto the midfield then, which is Mbumo, Saka, Matoma, Fernandes and Rashford. So Mbumo's joined the team in place of Martinelli. After two blanks from Martinelli and Mbumo putting up significantly better numbers, it was a logical move ahead of Bournemouth at home as well. So why Mbumo? He is a 90 minute per game man. He's Brentford's talisman while Tony's out. He's on penalties. He's on some set pieces. And in those games where Visser goes off early, he plays as a centre forward at the end of the match. 
In terms of non-penalty expected goals among midfielders, he's only second to Bowen, which shows that despite the two penalties, his numbers are still very solid. Palace was a tough fixture last game week, a better one this week. Newcastle and Gamic 5 will be tough as well, but then it's Everton and Forest. I'm surprised that over 70,000 have sold Saka this game week. Man United missing Shaw on that left side and Varane in right centre back, and regardless of fixture, it's just absolute class. Against Fulham, he racked up 2.4 expected goal involvement, which is crazy in one game. He's also a 90 minute per game man, and it looks like he could be back on penalties, which could make it three penalty takers in this midfield. So Matoma is in consideration as a transfer out using the second free transfer. Keep going back and forth on this one. He has started the season well, but Newcastle are a very tough fixture and they've got a point to prove after choking against Liverpool while a man up. Shouldn't have been a game where they walked away with nothing. Matoma blanked in the two games he played against them last season, but in his defence he'll be up against Trippier again. We'll talk more about transfers in a minute. Bruno and Rashford both survive. I still back these two to be worth holding on to together. My concern with Martinelli was also that his spot isn't necessarily secure, especially with Champions League around the corner. That's not the case with these two. Man United vs Arsenal is always a fixture that's had lots of goals and there is potential for Martinelli to punish selling him. The last four results were 3-2 to Arsenal, 3-1 to United, 3-1 to Arsenal and 3-2 to Man United. Up top we've got Jackson and Haaland. If you caught the Game Week 4 Best Players to Buy video, Jackson was second only to Haaland on the forward projections this week. In fact, this season, his 2.28 expected goal involvement is only second to Haaland. I wouldn't go as far as captain him over Haaland this week. In fact, this definitely isn't a week to bet elsewhere in my eyes. That Man City vs Fulham fixture is top in the league for XG versus bottom in the league for XGC. So Haaland gets the armband. I'm not sure it even moves off him over the next four game weeks, so let's move straight onto the bench and then the transfer plans. The bench is Turner, Gabriel, Shaw and Mubama. So Gabriel's ended up such a pain, bleeding team value on him, but he's not a priority. 1.3 mil on the bank after making the Martinelli to Mbumo transfer. So the second transfer is a tough one. Shorter Trippier crossed my mind, but making that move this week does mean benching him or Estepinian, which I don't feel great about. Option two is to roll the transfer into the international break, which is always a good position to be in. It allows you to react to potential unexpected injuries and save your wildcard. The third option, and my favourite one, is to sell Mitoma. There's two players I'm looking at, which is Sterling and Foden. So Sterling's look fantastic in his first three games. Eye test is important in FPL and football. Many are arguing that others are better picks because after three games they've got a better expected goal involvement. I've watched every game and he's absolutely passing the eye test, and it is a small sample size, and it doesn't always tell the whole story. He's playing very direct, he's been an absolute menace. Against West Ham, he set three personal bests in a Chelsea shirt, six completed dribbles, 27 sprints, 16 touches in the box. His next five are Forrest, Bournemouth, Villa, Fulham and Burnley. So why Foden then? He's been very overlooked in my opinion. In fact, over 80,000 transfers out this week. His bench in last match was due to illness, not rotation. There is that threat of rotation with him, but I feel he has to be involved in the absence of De Bruyne for the next few months. And when I look at the fixtures, Fulham home this week, Forest home game week 6, both of those games I could honestly see Man City winning 4 or 5 nil. So I think he's got the highest ceiling between Sterling, Madison and Foden. Perhaps a good way of looking at it is he might also have the lowest floor. So on the one hand, selling Matoma gives me the highest ceiling this week in theory. It means the bench does go unresolved. In theory, Adogi, Estepina and Chilwell is a perfectly fine back three for Gamic 5 as well after the break. And if Gabriel does start against Man United, then he could even find his way back into the 11 for Everton as well. So a calculated risk if going for it. 
I'm going to leave this final decision until the deadline stream on Friday. Let me know what you think and what your plans are this week. Thanks for watching the video and thanks again to all the members. Click the join button below to become a member as well. And hit subscribe to follow my team throughout the season. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.